Hello and welcome to this devotion. This devotion is part of a series of devotions on the letter of first letter of Saint Peter. Today we read verse 2, chapter 1. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for the obedience to, to Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with his blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Thus far the reading. Dear friends in Christ, we are still in the introduction of Peter's letter. His addressees, as we heard in the first verse, are the elect exiles to the disper- in, of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia. This first verse is important for the context here in the second verse, because it, the second verse links up with the first verse. So to complete the sentence, to those who are elect, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with his blood. Notice the Trinity is clearly clearly mentioned here. This is significant, and we often tend to miss little things like this when when we read the Bible. The Trinity actually does not occur explicitly very often in the Bible. Where we have the clearest mention of the Trinity is, of course, in Matthew chapter 28, where Jesus commands his disciples, including Peter, who is writing this letter, to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Interestingly, here in 1 Peter, the order is different. We have the Father, then the Spirit, then the Son. Maybe Peter is trying to say that both the Father and the Spirit want us to see Jesus. It all leads to Jesus. The Father sent his only Son, Jesus Christ, into this world so that we can see God's love personified. In Jesus Christ, incarnated in Jesus Christ. And the Spirit brings us to Jesus Christ. He brings us to faith in Jesus Christ. Remember Luther's explanation of the third article in our small catechism about the Holy Spirit? We confess that we believe, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. The Holy Spirit does all of this so that we can come to our Lord Jesus. Jesus is at the center of our theology. He's at the center of what we do. In the divine service, Jesus is at the center. It is an old custom in the church to make the sign of the cross whenever the Trinity is mentioned, the cross of Jesus Christ. Look at your pastor when he says, In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He makes the sign of the cross with his hand. Others also make the sign of the cross themselves on their forehead and chest. This tradition has faded in some Lutheran circles and was seen for a long time as a Roman Catholic thing to do. But the cross is right at the center of our Lutheran theology. We don't have to be afraid of the cross because therein lies our salvation. And making the sign of the cross reminds us of what Jesus did on the cross. It is all about Jesus and it is all about the cross. Peter, who wrote this letter himself, walked with Jesus, both before and after his death and resurrection. Peter knows that Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. The Father gave the authority to his Son. He has given him the name that is above every name. And what does Jesus do with this authority? 
He opens heaven to us. He opens heaven to us by cleansing us of our sin and our unrighteousness with the sprinkling of his blood. We receive this gift already in baptism, where the name of the triune God is spoken over us. There we are already made heirs of heaven. In baptism, if we read the verse of the verse 2 again, in baptism God the Father in his foreknowledge elected strangers like you and me, while we were still sinners, to be saved by the cross of his Son. God the Father elected us in his foreknowledge. He does this in baptism. Already in the baptism, Peter says, in the sanctification of the Spirit. That means that the Holy Spirit makes us holy by bringing us to faith in Jesus Christ, so that we can believe that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is also for us. So while baptism is not mentioned explicitly in our text, the Trinity points to what God did for us, and in baptism we receive what God did for us. Peter ends his introduction to his letter with the words, May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Peter is not simply wishing the people to whom he's writing grace and peace, as if they don't already have it. He is saying that grace and peace that you already have through being made children of God, that this may be multiplied to you, specifically through the words that Peter is writing to them and that they are about to hear. And this is also our prayer. May God also multiply the grace and peace to us, the peace that we have already received, received in Jesus Christ, as we read this letter of Peter. What an introduction to a letter. And next week we will continue with verse 3 onwards. Let us pray. God the Father, you have called us according to your foreknowledge, while we were still sinners. You have made this calling a reality in the sanctification of your Spirit. You have made us obedient to Jesus Christ, whose blood makes us holy. We thank and praise you for your mercy. We pray that you would keep us in this grace and that you would strengthen us in our faith so that we will continue to praise your name, the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, forever and ever. Amen.